You're listening to the Build Your Wealth Podcast, episode number 40. Oftentimes, when we start our own businesses, one of our biggest fears is actually asking for the sale. On today's show, I'm going to be talking about how to get past that fear so you can finally start making some money. Ugh, it's that time of day again. Time to get up and make someone else rich. Hi there, and welcome to the Build Your Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Thompson. Over the years, I've taken the skills I've learned as a dedicated employee in multiple fields and turned it into a thriving six-figure online business to create a wealth of my own. Now I'm here to teach you how to do the same thing. I share my successes and failures as an online business owner with you to help you avoid the pitfalls that can come with being an entrepreneur in the online space. It's my goal to help you achieve your success faster, adopt the right mindset for that success, and to show you how failing forward is all part of the process in building your wealth instead of someone else's. This is the Build Your Wealth Podcast. Well, hello again. Welcome back to another episode of the Build Your Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Thompson. Today, we're talking about the fear of asking for the sale and how to get past it. Because let's face it, if we're not making sales, we're not making money. And isn't that pretty much the reason that we've become business owners in the first place? So why is it that asking for that sale can be so dang hard? I mean, if we're creating a business, we're likely passionate about the products that we sell or the services that we offer, right? So what is it that stops us from from being brave enough to ask for that sale? Well, the main reason is the fear of objection. We're afraid of hearing the word no. We're afraid of being a nuisance or bothering someone or of being thought of as salesy. But when it's done in the right way, asking for the sale should feel no different than giving your friend the best advice on the latest and greatest thing and encouraging them to go out and go get one for themselves. We all like to give our opinions on things. That's why there's so many different ways to leave a review online these days. And very often, before we even make a purchase online, we're inclined to check out those reviews to see what other people thought before we commit to spending our money. So one of the easiest ways to ask for the sale is to talk about your product or service in the form of a verbal review. You're basically just pointing out the great features and how awesome it is and how it's benefited you or others that you know. And when you speak to that desire that someone has to solve a problem for themselves, you also don't even need to ask for the sale because the product will essentially sell itself through your product description and review. But don't let that shy you away from actually asking for the sale because it's really important to learn how to do that. People need a call to action, a prompt that will take them by the hand and show them exactly which action steps that they should take in order to satisfy that desire. There are easy ways to ask for the sale without coming across like a used car salesman. And one of the best ways is to ask them for their opinion of the review that you just gave them. So here's what I mean. 
Say you just got done talking up the new course you offer on learning how to be a graphic designer. I tend to use this example because I'm a graphic design instructor. So at the end of my description and review of what the product is and what it can do for anyone who takes the course and all the benefits that they're gonna experience and all the problems that it's gonna solve for them and telling them how the people who've gone through the course already have had such great success with it, I'll finish the review by saying, so what do you think? Are you ready to become a graphic designer today? It then puts the ball in their court. It gives them the opportunity to consider everything that you've just said, and it puts them in the driver's seat by saying to themselves, hmm, do I want to become a graphic designer today? Everything you just told me sounds great and sounds like it would solve my problem, so yes. I'd like to become a graphic designer today. Or perhaps at this point, they'd have more questions. And that's when you can go ahead and answer the questions or the objections with examples. Because when you're using an example of a success story based on using your product or service, it eliminates that objection immediately for them. And if their objection is money or cost, there's likely a deeper root cause to that. Because we all know that if there's something that we really want and we want it bad enough, we'll figure out a way to get the money for it, won't we? So the objection about money typically means that they haven't found the absolute reason that they must purchase in the message of how you're presenting your product or service. So if you're not getting sales, then you need to look at your messaging. Think about how you're presenting your products and consider how you would want to feel personally if someone presented this offer to you. Would you feel as though you couldn't live without this product or service in your life now that you know about it? And if the answer is yes, you've nailed it. But if the answer is still no, then go back to your reasons and adjust how someone coming back with an objection might need to view it differently. How can you describe the benefits of using your product in a way that'll speak directly to their specific situation and the problem that they need to solve, and then present it to them in another way? Sometimes it's just a matter of giving them an example of how it will benefit them in their own lives. Lots of people just need to be given the opportunity to kind of view it in a perspective that, again, puts them in the driver's seat they need to be able to envision themselves using the product and benefiting from it. And as soon as you achieve that, as soon as you achieve getting them to feel how this product can help them solve their specific problem and make their life easier or better in some way, that's when the magic happens. So yes, it can definitely be scary asking for the sale in the beginning. But here's another one of the main things that should get you past this fear or help get you past this fear. You need to realize that their objection is not necessarily to you. Their objection is simply to the product or service that you're offering because it doesn't satisfy a specific want or need for them at this moment in time. And also keep in mind that no may just mean not now. The average person has to see something approximately seven times to start processing how it can benefit them in their own lives. 
how it can solve that problem for them that maybe they didn't even realize they had just yet. So just because someone doesn't buy right away doesn't mean you kick them to the curb and never talk to them again. No, no. Keep them in your circle and keep nurturing that relationship by continuously providing value with your advice, your free content, and being ever present in their social media feed and or their email. Because becoming a constant fixture in their lives, someone that they seek frequently, and that they learn to start to rely on for certain types of advice or learning, they'll begin to develop that like, know, and trust factor that's so all important to build to be able to start getting people to buy from you. So when you want someone to buy something from you, don't beat around the bush. Present it with confidence and just go ahead and ask for the sale. The worst that they can say is no. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you subscribe to the show so that you get notifications when my next episode is live next week. And for those of you who are interested in starting your own online business, but you're not sure just how to get started or where to find the resources, I invite you to go and download my free beginner's five-step roadmap to print on demand. This is actually how I've modeled my original business, my online business. It's a great free resource, how to get started in the print on demand world in five simple steps. To get your free copy, visit NicoleThompsonNow.com forward slash how to POD. That's NicoleThompsonNow.com forward slash how to POD. And I'll make sure there's a copy of that link in the show notes for you as well. It's extra important for anybody who's interested in this to go and grab that free guide because next week's episode, I'm actually going to be going through some of the key points where you can learn how to create your own business from scratch and get either a side hustle going or even build it to the point of leaving your nine to five and taking this on as your full-time gig. So make sure you have your free copy so you can follow along with the show. I'll talk to you next week. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Build Your Wealth podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Make sure you don't miss an episode by subscribing to the show. I've included any links to specifics mentioned in the show in the show notes section below so you can easily grab them there. I hope you'll consider leaving a review for me and let me know what you thought about the show and if it helped you or resonated with you in some way, I'd love to hear about that too. Thanks again and I'll see you over on the next episode. To your success.